0: Thank you for listening to the Ablaze Church Sermon Podcast. Our purpose at Ablaze is to love God, love others, follow Jesus, and tell others. If you are looking for a church home in the Tulsa area, we'd love to have you join us for worship on Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. or Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at AblazeChurch.org There was a preacher who preached a wonderful sermon about justification. (laughs) And I I know you know all all what that means, but let me share. Justification is what God does for us. He has declared us righteous. He, through Jesus, has planned out our salvation. And when we're declared righteous, we are justified in the eyes of God, not because of what we've done, but what he has done. And then the preacher spoke about sanctification. Now, I know you all know what sanctification means, but let me share with you what it means. It's the work of the Holy Spirit inside of you. The Holy Spirit has called you and gathers and enlightens you. And with that new life born again, you live differently and you do different things. You are a new Adam, and that is called your sanctified life. That's what God does for you. And then the preacher talked about other actions, Well, that little, one of the little boys who was listening to preacher went to Sunday school, and the Sunday school teacher said, can anybody tell me what procrastination means? And the little boy goes, yeah, I can tell you. Well, what does it mean? I don't know what it means, but I know our church believes in it. (laughs) (laughs) A child may think that way, but I pray you don't. You know where the devil wants you? Procrastinating in that procrastination when it comes to glorifying God and his word. Now, it is Jesus who has this, this is the longest recorded prayer of Jesus in the Bible. And when he prays, He brings up four things. And I'm going to call these four things as four essential qualities of the church. And today we're just going to look at two next week, two more. In the first part of this prayer, something that's mentioned again and again and again and again is glorify. You know who Jesus glorifies? The Father. Who died on the cross for you? Jesus. You know who he gives credit to? The Father. The people. Thank you, Father, for the people. You glorify me by giving me these people, and they glorify me. This is what Jesus prays about in the first part. Glorifying God. How do you glorify God? Have you ever thought about that? If I asked you, what's the most important thing in the church? You know what the experts say? The world says, okay? Well, well, the parking lot, the nursery, the bathrooms. If I come and visit, those better be fitting me. Now, there's nothing wrong with those things. And the world may look at that and say, that's number one. But you as a Christian should not say, that's number one. You should say, Wait a minute. I I want first what God wants. First things first. Now, then you might be sitting there going, well, the first thing is making disciples. Hmm? Is that what Jesus prays about? Now, making disciples are important. But there is nobody who's going to want to be a disciple of God if he doesn't see the glory of God in you and coming out of you. What is the glory of God? It is that external thing that comes out of you from the internal thing that God has done in your justification and sanctified life. It's, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. The church is the only organization on earth that makes God number one he is the superstar he is the star of the show if i dare say walmart doesn't do that okay the elks club doesn't do that but we as a church jesus prays that we would be one when we gather as his people and that as jesus shows us we're here on earth to glorify the father Now, I'm going to take you to the Old Testament. This is number one. To celebrate God's glory. It's what he prayed about. And I'm going to take you back to the Old Testament. Now, these are a group of people who built an incredible temple to God's glory. And notice what is said. Sing to the Lord. Do we not do that here? And we not do that? He is worthy of our voice. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Doesn't stop there. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous works among all the peoples. Wow, what was more important than the temple? Declaring to the peoples all his works and glorifying him. Not that the temple wasn't important. Let me tell you, the temple was very important. It was every room dedicated to the glory of God. Okay. Let's see if we've come anywhere. I'm gonna kind of bring you along here. Who gave us this building? Thank you. I didn't think that was too tough. This room, we built it for who and whose glory? Not Don Cook's glory. (laughs) Are you sure about that? Okay. This room is for God's glory. It's not perfect. But God gave it to us and this glorifies God. Does the entrance glorify God? I want to show you a maintenance room and all the clutter. Does that glorify God? Oh, it does? Oh. You think in the temple there was a room that was just trashed out? We better take this building as a gift from God second and third not first the people are first but if we put this building first and people second this is what i believe god will take it away twice he took the temple away from the people why because they started putting the temple first look what we've done now first things the people God gave us a building. You open the doors. You see the people. They are the most important thing. But we better take care of God's building. Let me tell you what happened last night. Jason came up to me and says, Pastor Dryer, have you seen that room? I'm going to clean it up. Turner. I wanted to give him a big kiss. <laughs> <laughs> to the glory of God. That's, and I, after the sermon, he goes, man, I'm going to clean that up. It's it, disgusting in there. I said, have you seen that room? <laughs> Can you imagine just for a moment? I, I, this would blow my mind, but I, you know, it's one of those miracles. Imagine two or three people coming up to me and saying, Pastor Dryer, I'll take a closet. <laughs> oh, I know. But maybe someday we'll get a visitor who'll come in and, you know, clean up a closet. To the glory of God. To the glory of God. Thank you. <laughs> I'm bringing you along, right? Sing to the Lord. All the earth, tell of his salvation. Everything we do from a song to a building should be to the glory of God. He's number one, not us. Let me say that again, because I don't think you're getting it. This is his house. He gets the glory. Not me. Not you. All right, let's carry it along. He prayed for the peoples that they would be united And one. All right, here we go. I'm gonna see if you get it. Who's more important in the eyes of God? Not you. In the eyes of God, who's more important right now in this room? Ruth Ann or Don Cook? There's a, there's a comedian in every room. I don't remember even looking at you, Chuck. In a humble heart and mind, coming from the inside with the grace that God has given us, I hope and pray every one of you, would say, they're equal in the eyes of God. Wherever two or three are gathered, there I am. Not wherever two or three are gathered in a building, a church with a steeple, no. Okay, I'm carrying you along. Okay, who's more important? You or a visitor who walks through those doors on a Saturday night, And Sunday morning in the eyes of God who's the most important now if you're struggling with that hopefully with the Holy Spirit working on your heart in the eyes of God you're gonna say they're both equally important to God he loves them all remember the feeding of the 10,000 who is more important? The disciples of the 10,000. Equally in the eyes of Jesus, he brought them. This is what Jesus says. No one is drawn to me unless the Father draws them, who has sent me. If anybody walks through those doors for any reason whatsoever, like you, a visitor, the Holy Spirit has brought them. Third article, Martin Luther. I know that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ or come to him. But the Holy Spirit calls me. All right. Visitor, you, equal in the eyes of God. Now it's going to get a little tougher. In the eyes of God, who's more important? The hundred people who gather here on the weekend at this location or the 100 people who gather at our East Tulsa location or those individuals who gather with us online. Who's more important? I hope by the grace of God with the Holy Spirit, the love, you're going, Pastor Dreyer, they're all equally important. Now it's gonna get even worse. Jesus drew those 100,000. And you might be thinking logically, well, these people tithe. They pay the bills. You'd be right. And you come here once a week. Wonderful. Now, who's more important? The 250 who come here five days a week And pay the bills in the eyes of God in a preschool. Hopefully, by the grace of God, with the love inside of you, because He first loved us, you're going, Well, in the eyes of Jesus, they're as important as us. But do we treat them that way? Hopefully, you're going, Oh, I can see where there's potential for growth. But what do we do? We say, no, this is more important than that. We have to start thinking, what did Jesus pray about? That everything we do, everything we build, everything is about giving God glory. Why? So peoples are affected. Who brings every one of those preschool children here? The Holy Spirit. Now you're going, oh, I don't believe that, Pastor Dryer. This morning, I was challenged by a member I, you know, I don't know if I believe that, Pastor or. And I said, "Yeah, how come?" He said, "What about that guy who came in and massacred some parishioners in a church? What about that one who came into our Tulsa campus, broke down the doors at two in the morning, barricaded himself in our church three months ago, and the plea?" police SWAT team had to come in what about that pastor did the Holy Spirit bring them I said I don't know but God allowed it God allowed the devil to inflict evil on Job to test him I said that guy who broke in we went to court we forgave him the government forgave him and just told him to get some help I said, he came into the church because he thought somebody was out to kill him. Where did he run to? God's sanctuary. This is a sanctuary for God. Now, he may have been out of his mind, but he came to church to seek God. The guy who killed somebody, I I don't know, but God may be testing the church. Am I first? It's in forgiveness. Because if you can't forgive someone, I don't know. It's God's will, not my will. But God knows everything. He allows everything, whatever happens but he wants to know what's first in our life. God's glory. If you're married and have children, you better give glory to God. If you have a house, give glory to God. On Sunday, I sat there, I had the largest funeral I ever did in my life. And there was a, a doctor, former member of our Tulsa campus, and man, he had accolades, <laughs> macros. And he Deserved every one of them. Five people stood up and talked about all the wonderful things that this man did. And it was my turn. And I stood up and said, I'm not going to talk to you about the accolades of this man. I'm going to talk to you about why he was, who he was, and who made him that way. God Almighty deserves the credit and the glory. Because God knit him together in his mother's womb. God gave him the qualities and abilities to be a doctor. God gave him God-loving, fearing parents. Made sure he was baptized, confirmed, and knew what Christmas is about, and Easter was about, and what it means. In God we trust. I said that's why he was the man that he was because of God. Period. And that sanctified life came out, and every one of you have seen it. What's the second thing Jesus prayed about? The Word. Again and again, you have given me your words and I've given them the words. They wrote them down. The word, the word, the word. Jesus said, boy, if they're going to be one, I'll pray that they're one in the word. And that's why I'm so proud of all of you. Those of you online who before every service, you're willing to stand up and say, The Bible I hold is God's word. This is the most important book. It tells us who we are, why we are. It tells us everything we need to know and God's plan of salvation. We know about Jesus because of the word. Word and sacrament ministry moves the church and has to be number one in the eyes of God. If we put anything else before that, that's where our church goes wrong. They put the Bible third or fourth. It has to be number one, and the church will move forward. Listen to what Paul says to a young minister. This is what I was taught at seminary. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Let me tell you the words of Martin Luther. The true church, great numbers do not make the church We must look to the Word alone and judge on that basis of it. When you look at a church, oh look at how wonderful. but we should do say, the Word of God is it taught that's the only judge. And I'm proud of you that we hold this Bible up. Now, this is two things Jesus prayed about. First things. And I hope and pray that throughout this year, when I speak to you about what's the most important thing, you're going to go back, oh, yeah, I remember that illustration about, you know, you put our, my wants first and God's wants can't fit. But when we put what God wants, seek the kingdom and everything fits him. I hope you'll say, oh, yeah. I remember that prayer Jesus prayed for me, for you. That we're one. Where were we one? That everything is God's glory, not my glory. Building is his. Ministry is his. The people gathered are his. He gets the glory, not me. And that, I'm going to read the Bible more. I'm going to realize that I'm a changed person because of the Bible. Because in the third article of the Apostles' Creed, which we are going to confess, listen to the meaning. I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel has enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and has kept me in the one true faith. Even as he calls and gathers and enlightens and sanctifies the whole Christian church and keeps it in the one true faith. All through the word of God. And all of God's people said, amen. Amen.